the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show starts right now. And uh, I'm going to have a guest join us here in just a second. And uh, she's going to talk about some important stuff. And and I can't overemphasize it. Um, June of 2023 was the fifth anniversary of a U.S. Supreme Court ruling recognizing that taxpayer-compensated employees cannot be forced to financially support a union as a condition of employment. And you go, well, why is why does that matter? I'll tell you why it matters. Because unions take dues and then pack contributions from, from government employees, and they give them, I don't know, 95, 96, 97% of the time to Democrats and to progressives and to progressive activists. So much for diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? Uh, I want to welcome in Ashley Varner from the Freedom Foundation. Ashley, welcome into the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you? I'm so great. Thank you for having us on. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Absolutely. So um, I'm looking at an email and a story in uh, Red State that says public employees are leaving their unions in record numbers. That surprises me, but then it doesn't surprise me because I think given the choice, people leave. But there's some nefarious things going on behind the scenes that sometimes uh, makes it harder for people to leave. What can you tell us about uh, this this recent statistic? Well, absolutely. Um, A lot of people, when they find out they have a choice, oh, wow, I don't have to give part of my hard-earned paycheck to the union to play their own politics with. Sign me up. Sign me up for that. Make me stop paying dues. Um, The problem is most of the time – We find out that they still don't know that they have the right. So the Supreme Court decision is five years old, as you said. Uh, But yet who's going to tell them, the government employees, that they have a choice? Because for 44 years, they could actually be fired if they didn't want to pay the union dues. If they were a government employee, the union could say, if you don't pay up, we're actually going to tell your government employer to fire you. And they would. So for four decades, they've been operating under this assumption that they were forced to pay these union dues. And we have found, uh, surprise, surprise, the unions are not going to tell them that they have a choice. Uh, The government employer is also not going to tell them that they have a choice because the government employers are operated much by the taxpayer dollars that the politicians use to increase the size of government, hire more government employees, grow more government programs, and all of that money, as you said at the beginning, comes from their union benefactors. So they're working in cahoots to keep people first in the dark. And then when people hear from the Freedom Foundation 
we have a national operation, uh, postcards, emails, canvassing, just to get in front of people and tell them you have a choice. And first they are angry, to be honest. Mm -hmm. They're mad. They're like, wait, you mean I had a choice and I'm having to hear about it from you? And then they thank us. And then they often say, okay, well, how do I do that? Help me. And then this is when the play gets tricky. Uh, and tell me if I'm, I'm going too far here, but the unions will first ignore them uh, because they say, oh, well, there's, there's a 10-day, 14-day window where you yep. can opt out. Yeah, that, that escape window. And we're only going to process opt-out yep. requests. Yep. Yeah. And we're only going to process uh, those opt-outs during that window. So what they do is – well, sure thing. They just don't have anyone answering the phones for those 14 days. Or there's just someone on vacation not answering emails until that window has stopped. And then the union operator comes back and says, oh, I'm sorry, you missed your window. You'll have to wait until next year. So that is very common. And we have taken many unions to court for that cease and desist letters. And usually when we get involved and, and it takes a cease and desist order, order and they will, um, they'll, they'll, Stop taking the dues out. We have had to take many unions to court for various other schemes, um, including forgery, if you can believe it. I, I can. <laughs> yes, yeah, unfortunately, right? Um, we have found many clients who, who started looking at their paycheck deductions, and they're like, well, wait a minute. I'm not a member of this union. I never signed up for this. And then we'll do some digging with them. Come to find out it is a forged membership signature that the union rep just decided to sign them up without them ever wanting to be part of the union. Uh, we have over a dozen cases up and down the West Coast in particular where this has become pervasive. And unfortunately, um, I'm sad to tell you that we had uh, an appeal to the Supreme Court, five different forgeries. We rolled into one case in California, Oregon, and Washington State. And uh, the Supreme Court declined to take that up. Mm. So unfortunately, the Supreme Court has so far declined to take any of the appeals that we have sent and other organizations have sent over the last five years. They haven't taken them up yet. We have one more hope uh, for this year. There's a case out of Alaska where the Alaska Attorney General and the Alaska Governor said, uh, just as a pay uh, a payroll deduction rule, they're going to have the government employer actually identify with the employee in particular, not go through the union and have the union say, oh, yeah, we have permission. But ask the employee, do you want to be a member of the union? Do you want these dues deducted? And surprisingly, the Alaska Supreme Court decided they were going to overturn that new regulation, say, no, you're still just going to take the union's word for it. Wow. Well, first of all, there's <laughs> I will tell you from experience that there are uh, it's rampant. This uh, this episode or these episodes of unions not telling employees that they can opt out. And I'll give you an example. I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with uh, with a, a girl. I call her a girl. She was young. She's early 20s in, in education. First couple of years in education. And uh, she said, you know, I just I, I, have, I don't like paying these union dues. Literally, she said that. I said, well, you don't have to. She's like, oh, no, I have to. I said, no, you don't. You really don't. But she had been, she's in Ohio. She'd been convinced that she had, that she had to pay her union dues, that she had to sign up for the union. And, I, and of course, I yeah. told her about opt-out today, and I'll, and I'll give you that opportunity in a second to tell us about that. But it's, it is rampant. It's an issue where unions aren't telling their employees, 
And there's an even darker underbelly belly that you just shared where not only that, when they do give you the opportunity to opt out, they play games, they play tricks. And so they're, they're really just pushing the envelope and saying, well, if you don't like it, take us to court. And we've seen cases around Ohio in the past couple of years where you've done that and the Buckeye Institute has done that and other groups have done that. And usually the employees win. They don't have to opt out. But it's craziness to me that the union is dragging their feet on this. And uh, am I wrong in saying that that they monolithically monolithically support Democrats and progressives, these unions? You are correct, almost exclusively. Now, Ohio is a bit of an interesting case study where we found that there were several members of the Ohio House who had been receiving contributions from the unions. Uh, that is that is actually kind of an anomaly. Uh, so what's going on in Ohio was was interesting at the beginning of this past year um, and into the legislative session. But normally in legislative uh, in state legislatures and especially in Congress, there will be one or two uh, handpicked labor Republicans where they're the, the quote labor guy for the Republican side. They vote with the labor unions, and that means the Democrats almost all the time on labor issues. And so the labor unions will toss them a few thousand dollars. But up and down the board, you are right. It is over 90 percent. And I think the U.S. Postal Service might be the worst in being like 99 percent of all of their contributions go to the Democrats. That is crazy to me. Um, well, and, and in, when you say the, the Ohio House – you're saying Republicans are receiving money, and I, I know that to be true. Um, and, and if I went into my memory bank here, I could probably name names. Um, I know Tom Patton was was one of them, uh, and then there was another uh, state house representative from uh, the Cincinnati area that I believe is the House uh, Majority Whip at this point, Bill Seitz. Um, but isn't it fair to say? And we only have about forty five seconds here, but isn't it fair to say it's it's foolish for Republicans to to pitch their voters as well, look, if they're going to give money, we might as well get we might as well get it. I mean, these unions are looking for a return on investment, which means they want their policies enacted. Correct. Correct. And if you think about it, the unions at the big top, uh, the union money generated from all of these state taxpayer dollars go to make Randy Weingarten one of the most effective and powerful politicians in the country, unelected politician, but she is the one most responsible for keeping your kids' schools closed. She's the one who told the CDC when and how they could reopen the schools. And she's the one who has such an impact on the curriculum your kids in Ohio are getting. So you think of Randy Weingarten playing with your taxpayer dollars when you think of the union power. All right. She's Ashley Varner. She's with the Freedom Foundation, and uh, she unpacks some really important information that you can read about in Red State uh, at redstate.com, public employees leaving their unions in record numbers. Ashley, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, stay tuned to The Bruce Hooley Show. Much more on the other side of the break. Hey, welcome back in. Did you know that you can turn your small savings into impressive fortunes with the Alpha Beta Report? Expertly guided by certified pros who've transformed modest sums into vast treasures. 
dive into investing, trading, and more. Visit alphabetareport.com to amplify your financial growth today. That's alphabetareport.com. And thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network, where I'm editor-in-chief. And I was able to attend their online annual meeting last night, and it's super impressive, uh, the education that the Alpha Beta Report is delivering to its members and the results that they're seeing and their individual investments. So I genuinely uh, believe in these folks, and uh, Whitney and I look forward to being on board with them in 2024 and growing our assets. So thank you again to the Alpha Beta Report. And I want to thank Ashley Varner for spending some time with us. Ashley is with the Freedom Foundation, and she let us know that public employees are leaving their unions in record numbers, which is uh, really refreshing news. So far, the Freedom Foundation has helped more than 33,000 people leave their unions in 2023 alone, and four state governments have dropped an additional hundreds of thousands of public employees from paycheck union dues deductions. At an average of, and I've got to correct this, I always say 1100 at an average of $1,000 per union member in annual union dues. This amounts to hundreds of millions of dollars in annual dues revenue the unions will miss from now on. And you can read about that in the Red State, redstate.com, public employees leaving their unions in record numbers. You know, these are the folks that are financing some of the stuff that uh, – we're battling here in Ohio with proposed constitutional amendments and the LGBTQ plus activism, which, by the way, is entirely different than caring for somebody who has gender dysphoria. But these activists make you think that if you don't want an LGBTQ flag in the classroom or if you don't want a school guidance counselor or teacher to keep from a parent the gender dysphoria of his or her child, then you hate trans people. You're, you're a transphobe. That's what they make you think. Those things aren't true. And, you know, the more that you cut off from these activists, the less money they have to invest in these wildly crazy, and I mean that, uh, campaigns, these, these messaging campaigns. You know, we talked last week to uh, Lisa Chafee. She's a mom in uh, Hilliard City School District. And she told us about the shenanigans there. You'll remember it was the I'm safe badge that the teachers unions passed out. Do you remember that? And the badges essentially told students that if you look, if, you, if you're struggling with any sexuality, gender identity, sexual preference, come to me, your teacher. I'm safe. I mean, rooted in that, what's not said is that you can't trust people who aren't part of the trans activist movement or the trans movement, which is crazy because that can include parents. So these groups are prying parents from their kids at a time when kids need them most. If they're struggling with gender dysphoria, other mental illnesses or comorbidities. And uh, by the way, Newsmax carried that special last night and let me double check if you go to newsmaxtv.com you should be able to watch uh, transforming america that is the special that uh, lisa chafee was on 
she was on with us last week. And I know covered in that special are school districts like Olentangy Local School District, Hilliard City Schools, and they're pulling the curtain back on what's going on in our schools. If you think that students are being taught reading, writing, math, science, and accurate history, you're wrong. They are being peppered every single day with messaging and with activism. And it looks like that special is going on air again tomorrow, so Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. You might want to set a a recording for that on Newsmax. It's Transforming America um, Special is the name of it. And it will clue you in uh, what's going on here in Ohio schools. So um, we're grateful to the Freedom Foundation for their work there. Grateful that uh, our first guest of the day, who was here the first hour, Bernie Marino, is clued in on this activism and how the unions are funding activism and how the unions are using the Department of Education to create what I call the blue progressive pill. (laughs) It's being sent out into our classrooms and it's being sent out into our universities where instructors are teaching the next generation of teachers and workers and investors, right? Um, That's how we get social justice warriors in our, in our courtrooms and advising their clients. Did you know that there are law firms in Ohio that tell, that tell schools that a Supreme court case called the Bostock case applies to a student who was born one sex using the bathroom opposite of the sex he was born. No, it doesn't. The Bostock case, if you read it, the Supreme Court even said this is an employment case. It, it relates to this case. This is not a precedent that you can apply you know, across the spectrum. But social justice warriors are taking that and half-truthing their clients. They're pointing to a Sixth Circuit Court decision years ago and saying, well, you, you have to support this transactivism. Not And they're totally ignoring a, a 11th Circuit Court decision from last year that says, no, you can have a bathroom in a school based entirely on sex. How did we get here? We got here because teacher unions and Department of Education are allowing this woke Marxist ideology to be taught to our kids, oftentimes on taxpayer funds. And so you have these same law firms telling superintendents and telling school boards that you can hide from parents gender dysphoria. But, you know, they make it sound, well, we don't want to out the kid. You mean you don't want to out the kid? It's not your kid. That's my kid. That's somebody else's kid. And I have a constitutional right. And I don't, it doesn't even need to be the Constitution. God gave a right to a parent to be a parent. So, man, I hope, I hope people are waking up to this uh, across the board. Hey, uh, on the other side of this break, I want to talk about Lindsey Graham and his commentary on whether the House has a smoking gun and their impeachment inquiry of Biden. So stay tuned to learn about that. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.